Hey, y'all. Happy Tuesday. Happy New Year 2024. Holy crap, right? Who would have thought? You know, as a kid, never really dawned on me about like the year changing. It wasn't until, you know, I got a little older that I realized, oh, okay. It's not the same. You know, we change. You know, when you're little, everything is kind of oblivious to you. But anyway, Happy New Year. I'm saying Happy Tuesday because today my kid went back to school. So. <laughs> been two weeks of just being him and granted I love my time with him but you know when it's time to go back to school we really enjoy those days right we were a little bit on the struggle bus getting out of the house house today but we we made it right so yay back in school speaking of children kind of what's on the schedule and it, it, I know it's schedule, but I'm gonna say schedule today. Um, I'm laugh. I'm getting ready to laugh at that because me and my mom just had a conversation about how she can't say words wrong. Like I know it's shrimp, but sometimes I'll say scrimps. She can't say scrimps for some reason. Like it just like her brain is not allowing her to, to say scrimps. So. The fact that I just said schedule, I'm pretty sure. I should, I'm gonna ask her later on if she can if she, if she can say it. Just a our little own little inside joke. But so a few things that kind of got me on the parenting bus today. Um, I saw. A TikTok, and I'm pretty sure I saved it. And if y'all know me, I've been really figuring out the whole graphics and adding things and putting in, you know, all that fun stuff figured out. Hopefully, you guys listened to my last one of the year. This is the first episode of the year. So, this will be, as I will call it, season two. We're in season two, y'all. Um, of me, you know, so I definitely see the, the the growth from the first episode, season one versus, you know, now. So, but, but if uh, you got to listen to the last episode of season one, then you will kind of see where I learned how to add in, you know, the audio and all different kinds. So just playing around, like it's, it's kind of, it's really intriguing. It's kind of fun. Uh, but anyway. Squirreling off. Sorry, guys. You know me. Nothing that hasn't changed. Squirrel, um, <laughs> for sure. But um, I saw a TikTok where it was a lady, and she was at. I don't know. I want to say um, it's it's been a minute since I've had to go to one of these places because my dog passed. I want to say Pet Smart. No, Pet Cuddle. Look, y'all, one of them where you can, you know, I think, I don't know, one or the other or both of them does the dog grooming at the top. I can't remember right now. Sorry. But she's at one of those. She's at one of those places. And she's standing in line. And she noticed where a little girl was getting ready to come up and pet her dog. And for which I completely understand what she's when she says this, like, as 
as a parent, we shouldn't allow our kids to just randomly go up to somebody's dog and not ask permission first. Because like she said, you don't know if that dog is aggressive. You don't know if they like kids. You don't know the story of, of the dog. So you definitely, and this just doesn't go for children. This goes, I feel like, for everyone. Because I know we see a dog in our instant reactions go, oh my God, the dog is cute. And you want to pet the dog. But you should always, always ask the owner's permission if it's okay for you to pet the dog for any such. Because I remember when I had my dog and um, it, was a, it was a grown adult. And I was walking my dog. And she went to pet him, but she kind of was like, oh, does he bite? And I looked at her and I was like, I don't know. And she was she looked at me kind of confused. And I was like, I, I and I said, yeah, she's like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't know. Because I don't know you, I don't know your spirit. I don't know how my dog is feeling in this moment. He may feel like you are up to something that I can't sense. I'm a believer that pets can sense bullshit and evil out of people, right? Like they just don't like someone not to like someone. You know what I'm saying? Like if they feel like your spirit is off, they gonna let you know. Don't fuck with them. So, which is why my answer to her was, I don't know. You, I don't know if you're genuine. He may sense something that I don't sense and feel the need to snap at you or growl at you or snarl or show his teeth or have the hairs on the back of his, on the back of his back stand up. I don't, I don't know if he'll bite. That is the honest to God truth. I know some people are like, oh, they're friendly. It's okay. They, 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 they may very be friendly, but you don't know that person's particular spirit at that time, right? So I never, I never said to anyone, oh, he won't bite. My answer to them always was, I don't know. That depends on what your spirit is and what he is sensing. He may nip your ass. He may not. I don't know. So I do believe that you should always ask the owner, you know, is it okay to pet your dog? Now, I know sometimes I, I went, I ran into the pet store to um, get something and I walked in and the dog immediately started jumping and sniffing and, you know, I petted them then those instances I know is a little different because it's like the dog came up to you, That's but you should never approach, you know, without asking. So I definitely, I know I kind of went off on a tangent, but I definitely agree with that. Like always, always ask um, before just start petting some somebody's dog. But the little, the, the, and she says the, the it was a little girl and she, she's aging her to maybe like six or seven um, or maybe eight. One of, one of those between six and eight, right? So, the little girl comes over and she stops her. She's like, no, honey, um, you should always ask before petting someone's dog. And so I guess the little girl kind of rolled her eyes or gave her a look and the mom did nothing to correct it. Right. And then it went, then it turned into a conversation between her and the mom. Of, you know, no, I was like, you know, cause I guess she kind of gave her a look like, did you just, you know, not chastise, but kind of correct my child. You know, some people do look at you sideways when you come at their children, you know, try to correct them in a way that they're not doing it. Like, who are you? And it's like, well, your kid did something wrong. You know, I remember when they said it takes a village, but when you, you know, 
have someone trying to, you know, make that village. You want you come at them weird. But anyway, so now the lady and the mom kind of got into like a back and forth of, well, you know, she should ask before petting the dog. And so and she was like, well, you know, kids, kids will be kids. And I kind of, you know, hate, kind of hate that phrase in some sort of way. But, you know, she's like, oh, kids will be kids. And so she kind of corrected her like, no, you know, you should really, you know, let her know like she should act before petting someone's dog and they got an attitude and the mom kind of walked away. I'm paraphrasing. I will put most likely I probably would put the audio in um, and to, to get the whole, you know, you can hear it in a whole, but I'm just kind of paraphrasing right now. But basically mom got her feelings upset, told the little girl, come on, let's go. The dog is ugly anyway and after she said that the little girl kicked the dog right and I I don't know if she kicked the dog first and then the mom said let's go the dog is ugly anyway either way this little girl kicked the dog right and there was no correction from the parent and I have to honestly say and I am a parent and I don't know if this I don't know if the lady with the dog in the video but um, sorry, I know I just got my cameras acting up, y'all. Technical difficulties. Um, but so yeah, I don't know if this if this lady has a if she's a parent or not. But what my issue is, and I feel like this is just an overall thing. Um, there are a lot of parents who are not correcting their children in the moment or whatever. And then, you know, they grow up to be assholes in sort of a sense. Um, I have been saying this for a while because I do drop offs and pick up with my son. I take him to school, I, I drop him off at school and I pick him up after school. So I'm in that that line, you know, of parents waiting for their kids or whatever and during this whole, and I've been doing this since the pandemic, right? So for the past three years, I have been, that has been my task, right? Because with being able to work remote, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't need anyone. To, I can take it myself, right? Um, so with three years under my belt of, of doing this for three or four, you know, of this, of doing this, right? I sit there and I go, it's not the kids. It's the adult. It's the parent. Sometimes, you know, and it's it's rare because you can have a very good parent and they're very much involved in their kid's life and they still grow up to be who they're going to be, right? But I also feel like if you look at the kids' behavior and how they're acting, especially when they're in middle school, elementary middle, you know, let's look at the parent, right? Let's see how the parent acts. Cause most likely they're probably just imitating what they've seen or heard. And that's what they feel like they should do. Like for instance, um, I was going to, I was picking my kid up. I get there early. I'm a person who does get there early because I know it's not my spot. But we all do it. Like we always have that. We all want that certain parking spot because it's like that's where I want to be. Um, so I do. I get there early and 
I know what time I need to leave my house to in order to get the spot that I'm looked that I want. So don't nobody else get you like I, I timed that down. But anyway, this last couple of times people have been getting there and been getting my spot. But anyway, squirrel, sorry. But anyway. So this particular, I'm in the parking lot. Now, you know, when you are backing up and this is not just for a school parking lot, this is just for any parking lot. I mean, for what I wanted, if it's different, please let me know. Um, but when you are in a parking lot and before you back up, you are to look behind you to double check that there are no cars coming, coming so you don't hit them, right? You're backing up. It is your responsibility to make sure that it's a free that it's clear and you have free way to back up and do what you need to do. In this particular instance, I don't think this person paid attention to the fact that I was behind them because they started to come out and I blew my horn, you know, like, hey, like pay attention, like I blew my horn. And I'm at the age where I know people are like, oh, don't blow your horn. Fuck that. I'm at the age where I don't give a shit. I'm blowing my fucking horn. So, <laughs> but blew my horn, whatever. And I'm parking. And as I'm parking, they are, you know, he continues to bag up or whatever. But the kid in the seat decides to give me the middle finger, flicks me off. Now, this is I'm at um, this is middle school, so I don't know what grade this kid is particularly in, because just because they're short doesn't that, you know, you can't tell what grade they're in by looking at height anymore. You know, because it could be the littlest one, but they can be in eighth grade. You never know. So I don't, not too sure, but needless to say, you picking him up from middle school, he's in sixth, seventh, or eighth grade, right? So I was more disturbed at the fact that one, and it wasn't like he was in the back seat and did it. He's in the front seat. So parent has full range, and I think it was a grandparent, but guardian of whatever sort, you can definitely see what your kid is doing, especially in the front seat. In the back seat, you know, you kind of get that. I, I can I can't see what they're doing in the back. You know, I can see, but I can't see. And maybe it's that way in the front too. But I feel like if your kid is flicking someone off, you can see that they're flicking someone off. So I was more preserved at the fact that. They have the balls enough to do it in the front seat in front of the guardian. Now, I'm hoping that they was chastised or whatever, but the kind of, you know, the person I am, I, I'm going to make my kid apologize. I will stop the fucking car. Especially if you being disrespectful to an adult. It's one thing for me to have an issue with the adult. That's my job. That's that's my burden to go through. You as a kid, no, you won't be dis. I won't allow you to be disrespectful. So you're going to fucking apologize for whatever it is that you did, especially, you know, like, don't I understand you probably defending me and I love it and that's great, but that's not your job, right? No, you will not be disrespectful, but that's just, that's just who the parent that I am. <clears throat> so it was more of a fact like, damn, if you can do that in front of the guardian or whatever, what else do you do, right? So it makes me think, that when this kid is at home, what type of parental guidance? Because you, you have to look at some at, at some point as parents, we need to take on that responsibility of our kids, right? Like we can't leave everything to everybody else. I just saw another TikTok right before I did this and duty, 
think I'm saying his name right, the one that's always talking about his daughter and calls her like the demon spawn or whatever, like in a, in a joking, playful way, you know. And I do, I follow him. I like, you know, I like his stories. But in this particular one, he was talking about what's the purpose of sending our kids to school? You know, they're not learning um, cursive, right? Like you ask someone to write their name, they don't know cursive or, you know, they're not telling them about credit. They're not talking to them about, you know, job interviews or whatever, just like the daily, you know, what as an adult that we do on a daily function, they're not really teaching our kids in, in school. And I understand the frustration with that. But I say again, as parents, we have to pick up the slack. We know, right? I don't know exactly how old um, Udi is. I hope I'm saying his name right. I'm 36, right? So we could be in the same range or he could be a little bit younger or I don't, I don't know. But we're in that same generation, right? And we know that we didn't get taught all of that in school. Like I had economics class and we had a project of where we had to find an apartment and, you know, like we had a big project, but it really didn't go over extensively, you know, like credit and like, I didn't know about credit. I had a credit card junior year in high school. It just came to me. It, you know, this is when credit, this is when they just sent your credit card with your name on it. Like you didn't have to fill out an application, like a credit card just came in the mail with, with your name on it. And it's like, Ooh, and I didn't understand that I had to pay that back. Right. Like I went on and it came right before Christmas. Like it came just in time for Christmas. So I went on like a shopping spree at some like I went to this is when we still have malls. I mean we still have malls, but this is when it was like, you know, you get your friends and you go to the mall. You know, this is where it was the it to to go. Went there, got Christmas gifts for myself and at that time me and Deshaun's dad was dating got him gifts I got him um he was into family guy I think I went and got him like two box sets of family guy season so like because you know that was like our his thing so I made sure he like he had I not get one I got two box sets of completed series of family guy right so didn't realize that, oh, you got to pay, you got to pay that crap back. You know, got the bill in the mail about the, you know, the, this is your minimum payment. <sighs> Throw it away. You know, like it was coming, but I didn't, I didn't understand it. Right. It wasn't until I got older and I started living on my own and, you know, you're looking, trying to get apartments. Or, you know, like you're running, they're running your credit in this, that, and the third, and you really have to look at credit. I'm like, oh, and you see where that credit card is on. like, oh, that's what that is? Like that, you know, it's, it is just funny. But I was saying all of that to say, right, like at some point as parents, we know they're not going to teach our kids that in school. We can't rely 
on the school system solely on, on to teach our kids life, just to teach them life, right? Because especially now, my kids' school, the school dress code is, I want to say, I feel like it's non-existent to be honest, like the things that they are allowing these kids to wear, you know, I couldn't wear spaghetti straps to school. Like it had to be two fingers thick, two or three fingers thick. Like we couldn't wear spaghetti straps. We couldn't wear um, tank tops. We couldn't wear um, crop tops. We couldn't wear uh, cuts, you know, the, the fishnet stockings we you know we couldn't wear coochie cutters I call them coochie cutters like you could like you mini skirts nothing that was form fitting to you know like your junk was thick you know what I'm saying like couldn't wear none of that and if you had it on you got sent to the principal's office your parent called and you sat in the office until they got you with a change of clothes. They came up there and got came and got you or they brought you a change of clothes, right? You sat up there until then. And if you were leaving, then they sent someone to get your stuff because they didn't want you walking around the school like that. There was someone, whoever the, you know, we had student helpers. I think we still, I think they still do student helpers because I noticed it when I, when I go to, to uh, my son's school. But, um, they will send that person, oh, I'm here for so-and-so's backpack or whatever. And then they come back. Like they didn't, you couldn't go back to the class until it was rectified. So the fact that now they are allowing them to just wear whatever, even today, you know, just my son, he got his hair coiled, right? It's been, I want to say, well, yeah, kind of nagging me to do it. And I've been fighting it and I finally just gave in and was like, you know what? It is his hair. It's his, you know, let's go through the process and see. He may like it. He may not. Right. I can't make those decisions for even though I'm not, you know, a fan of them. Right. I was like, he would want the one thing I'm not a fan of, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> let him, you know. And it's not that I, I understand the responsibility when you do that. And I just, you know, I'm like, this is what you want. I need you. You have to be responsible with it. You can't go around here looking crazy or whatever. Like even now, you know, I need to take my braids down and wash my hair and do all that. So like I wash it, but it's time to take them down. But, you know, like you can't just walk around looking crazy. Like if you're going to do this, we have to do it right. But but anyway, so this morning I Told you we were on a struggle bus and he's trying to get his stuff together. And I look and he had a hat on and I was like, well, you can't wear that at school. Yes, I can. John, you can't walk around with a hat on. Yes, I can. They don't say anything. You can walk around the school with a hat. What? Really? Well, everybody, you know, everybody else does and they don't have a problem. And then it was that. And then I had to <laughs> turn into that. I don't care about everybody else. I'm not everybody else's mother. I'm your mom. You're not walking around the school with a hat on. No, you're inside of a building. You don't have, you don't walk around with a hat on when you're in the building. Like, no, you don't do that. 
So in I've already had those conversations with him, like because of who we are, nice and beautifully melanated, you know, a lot of rules or what they allow, you know, really doesn't apply to us. We have to make sure that we're on our P's and Q's at all times. And I hate that I have to have this conversation with him, but as a black boy, I have to have these conversations with him, right? Your friends may be able to get away with wearing a hat or other others may be able to get away with wearing a hat. And I don't care about them. I'm comparing you for life outside of school and what is and isn't acceptable. That's not except you can't walk around with a hat on because we don't need no one, you know, he got, you know, because somebody had a hat on and now you coming in with a hat, they automatically instantly thinking that it's you. It's just we, it's, it's certain things that we just have to do to protect ourselves. And that's one like, no, you're not walking around with, with a hat on. But for that to be okay, like when I was in school, we couldn't, you couldn't wear hats, even though now I grew up in Chicago. Yeah, you could wear a hat outside, but the moment you stepped inside the building or the moment you stepped in your classroom, that hat had to come off. You couldn't walk around with your hat on, right? That hat stayed off the whole time unless you was going outside. You know, when we did have recess, we went outside for recess. Or when it was time to go home. That was the only time that you was able, but you couldn't walk around with your hat. Like, no, you couldn't do that. It had to be off. So just, I feel like with the dress code, it's kind of setting our kid, our kids, kids up. And I don't want to say failure, but in some sense of a way, because when you send them out and it's time to get a job and it's time to go to these interviews and it's time to you know, do whatever, they're used to going to school and not having that structure of this is how, you know, this is how you have to present yourself in a professional manner. You can't go in an interview with your titties and shit hanging out with coochie cutters and stuff. That's not professional. They're not going to take you seriously. And so in in it sucks, right? Because as I'm saying it, I know it's not right. I know we should be able to wear whatever we want to wear and be comfortable in our own skin and do whatever. Absolutely, completely. Yes, I agree. But at 12, I don't think you need to be walking around with your titties out. That's a, that's a decision that doesn't need to be made at, you know, cover, be, you know, you don't have to be flaunting your stuff out at 12, 13 years old, Right. I'm like I said before, I'm 36 and my mom laughs to this day because when I was in my 20s, I think, you know, I moved out. I just moved here. And I called her and I said, I don't want to do this anymore. And she was like, well, I was like, I don't want to be an adult. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to pay bills. I don't want to have to take care of a house. I don't want to have to cook. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to, only thing I want to do is to go to school, work my little part-time job, pay my car insurance, and I had paid my car insurance 
and my cell phone. Those are my two bills. I'll, and I'll pay those two and then go to the Friday night games and whatever. Like that's, that's all I want to do. I don't want to do this adult shit. I don't want adult problems. I want little kitty problems. Oh, oh my God. They put me on the work schedule, but I was, you know, there's a football game and I wanted to go to the football game or they put me on schedule and I got a choir event. I can't like, I want that shit, right? I don't want adult, you know, oh, got to pay the electricity bill. Got to pay the gas bill. Got to make sure there's gas in the car. I have to make sure, you know, we got food in the house. Got to make sure, oh, got to do the laundry. Got like, I don't want adult problems. I don't want to wake up. And have to worry about shit that's broken and needs to get fixed. Right? I don't, I don't want to. Continue to be a kid. Ultimately, that's just what I'm trying to say. Is that let's allow these kids to be kids as adults. And I even I'm talking to myself. I have to catch myself sometimes talking to the Sean. Okay, I think I'm asking too much of you. Because what I'm asking you to do... You don't necessarily have to worry about doing it. Okay, just, just take the trash out. Like, can you just say, like, I give him, of course he has chores, but even when he was younger, I had to catch myself. Ooh, excuse me. I had to catch myself, but asking of him of certain things, because it's like, he's a kid. Why am I asking him to do that? And he's a kid. Allow these kids to be kids. I understand kids will be kids. And it's little things that they do. They may break something on accident. Let's not throw like a big conniption like our parents would do, you know, like whatever, however you brought up, because you don't want them to be scared to tell you that they broke something, right? But at some point, you know, we do have to take on that responsibility of to teach our kids what's not being taught in school. It's not solely the teacher's responsibility to teach our kids everything. If your kid acts an ass in class, you as a parent, it's your responsibility to correct that, right? I do feel, I you know, I feel for these teachers because these kids go, they're in these classrooms and they get disrespected and they get talked to in any kind of way. And then you got those parents who just don't care. We're like, well, it's your job. And, you know, and I know I joke sometimes and I go, the moment that I drop him off, he becomes your responsibility. You know, he's your problem, your responsibility until it's time for him to go, until it's time for him to come home. I say that jokingly, but if my kid is acting an ass in class, please call me because I am that parent to show up and sit next to him and say, no, no, continue to act the way that you was acting. Because if you can do that with me, not in the classroom. You should be able to do that with me in the classroom. If you can't do it when I'm in the classroom, guess what? Your ass shouldn't be doing that shit at all. It's the teacher's responsibility to teach the class, yes, and to get every and teach the lessons and do whatever. But as far as the behavior, that comes from us as the parents. That's why I'm like, at some point, we have to look at the parent and be like, okay, why is the kid? Well, the parent is an asshole. That's why the kid. Is acting like a fucking asshole. The parent feels like they should get and do whatever they want. That's why the kid feels like they should get and do whatever and do whatever they want. Don't nobody want to say the word no. I love the word no. The no, the word no lives in this home on a regular basis. 
especially if you don't do the shit that you're supposed to do around this house. No, you can't go and hang with your friends. No, you can't get a new video game. No, I'm not buying that. The bathroom needs to be clean. Your room is looks like a damn tornado hit it. When was the last time you scooped the litter box? Did you vacuum the rugs? So it's like the word no <laughs> is, a, is a very frequent, I don't want to say frequent, like all I do is say no, but I let it be known. Like if you don't take care of your responsibilities, no, you're not going to do the fun stuff. And I've had the conversations with him. It's like, I'm not saying no, just to say no, or I'm not saying, especially if it's like, can you go outside and write? And, you know, and I had this conversation with my own mom. You know, I called, you know, you have these epiphanies when you get to a certain age and tell them. <laughs> we were talking and I go, and I do, you know, you don't get to the age, you're going to apologize to your parents, right? You will have that epiphany when you get to a certain age and you will call your parent and you'll go, I'm sorry. And when I called my mom and I said that, she was like, for what? I go, because you never told me I couldn't, right? If I want to go outside, you never told me that I couldn't go outside. You never told me that I couldn't have something. It was, yeah, but you need to do this. And all I heard was I need to clean something and I didn't want to clean it. So I got it. I got in my feelings and I got an attitude and I just sat in my room all day. And then the time that I was sitting in my room pouting and fussing and going, oh, won't let me do nothing. I could have been done and outside and having fun because I stayed outside. So there were times when, you know, I want to do something. It was like, well, yeah, but you got to clean the litter box. And it's my cat. You know, it's like it's something that you ask for, right? <laughs> It'd be what you ask for. And now you got to take care of it. And like, oh, I don't want to do that, right? You never said I couldn't go outside. It's like, you need to clean the litter box first. So instead of just cleaning the litter box and doing what I was supposed to do, I called an attitude and I set my room one day. And then by the time I realized it, now it's dark outside. Now I really can't go outside. The streetlights wouldn't come on. Everybody went in the house. I messed up a whole day because you asked me to clean a dish and clean the litter box in something that could have took me 20 minutes to do, right? 20 to 20, I could have been done and out the house this whole time and just now getting back in and smell like outside, but no. So I had that conversation with her and I can't wait till, you know, hopefully, hopefully, I will have that conversation with my own kid of the apologies. Like mommy never told me I couldn't. You just told me I need to take care of my responsibilities first. As parents, we we have to do that. I get it. You want to be, there are a lot of parents who wants to be the friend, right? I don't necessarily, I don't need to be your, at this age, I don't need to be your friend because it is my job to show you to tell you, to guide you what this world is going to be, especially with us having our melanated children. I'm 36. I'm now friends with my mom, right? At that time, she wasn't supposed to be my friend. She was supposed to be 
my mother. My dad wasn't supposed to be. He was supposed to be my dad and getting in my ass and telling me the shit that I needed to do and telling me shit that I didn't that I did not want to hear, but needed to hear. Teaching me and guiding me. That was their job during that time. Now that I'm older and I'm an adult. Yeah, we can be friends. Now we're friends. Now we're best friends. I'm still your child. Like that whole, that doesn't change because I'm older, right? Like I'm still their kid, no matter what. We can have different, but now we can have different conversations. Now do I cuss in front of my parents? My brother does it more than I do. I do the excuse. I still do the excuse my language. And then I'll say a cuss word because let's be real. Certain things, it has to be described. Use it. (laughs) You can't, you can't describe it. No other way. You have to use that word. And my mouth, I know my mouth is bad. I tend to just let it free will on here. I think I've said this before. Get it from my mama. So, yeah. (laughs) But that's okay, though. But I'm just saying, like, to just circle back to, you know, the point I'm trying to make today. We can't always be our kids. We can't always be the friend. Not in this time in their lives when they're preteen teenage, you know, middle school, high school, you know, this is, we're supposed to be getting in their ass. We need to show them that everybody, you're not just do what you do. You can't, I'm sorry. You're not guaranteed to get everything that you want because you want it. And that's when you want it. Right. We have to teach them that just because someone said something or whatever doesn't mean you have to go out and be an ass about it. Just because someone told you to put something away or it's not time for that, or because someone told you no, right? You don't go around acting an ass because someone told you no. That's not how the world works. That's not how this works. Parents have to take that responsibility. And not be afraid of your kid not liking you. I don't care if you don't like me. I've said to my kid before, I know you don't like me right now. I know I'm probably getting on your nerves. I'm supposed to. And that's completely fine. But you still going to do what I'm telling you to do. You still going to clean up after yourself. You still going to wash your ass. You still going to do what you need to do around this house. You cannot like me as you clean the bathroom. I don't give a shit. I am your mother, you know, and I find myself repeating certain things that, you know, our parents have said to us. Well, I ain't one of your last friends, you know, I've said that. I'm like, oh, shit, my parents said that to me before. Huh, get it. You know, now it's the whole, now what is it, bro? Yeah, bro. Deshaun accidentally called me bro, and I said, look, I'm not your bro. I'm not one of your little friends. Remember who you talking to. And sorry, ma'am. Yes, mom. You have the the blessing and the privilege of calling me mom. Mom, mama, ma, you know, ma. That is your blessing. And that is my blessing for you to be able to call me that. I'm not your bro. Let's fix. We got to fix that shit in the bud. You, and you have to correct it. Let them know that you're not playing. We can't 
And it's the afraid of, well, my kid won't like me. Who gives a shit? Yeah, they're not going to like you in that moment. But it'll change. Because guess what? They're going to need something. And they're going to be all in your face trying to get it. But they know that if you back down so quickly that they don't have to do anything to correct the behavior, you're going to do it anyway. And I'm talking to myself, too, because I know I'm bad at this, at certain things. I'll tell Deshaun, well, I'm going to take it away. And do I always take it away? No, I don't. I don't always follow through on my threats. I know. Especially the last couple years when me and his dad, you know, was was splitting up and part, you know, and that was a big change for him. I will admit there was a lot of things I let slide and it's kind of biting me in the ass today. So that's why I'm like, we can't, if they don't like you, let them not like you in that moment. But we can't be afraid for our kids not to like us. We have to bite that shit in the bud. We can't just grow up. We just can't allow them to grow up and just be assholes. I do, I worry about that generation and what's going to happen. They have their good qualities and they have their their bad qualities. Right now, I feel like the bad is kind of outweighing the good in some sort. And as a parent, especially now at this age, we have to stop it. We have to nip it in the bud. I don't give a shit what the school dress code is. My dress code, when you leave this house, is appropriate for the age that you are. That's what the, the dress code is. I don't give a damn what school board what they agreed on or whatever the fuck they say. Okay, yeah, they can do that. But this is my house and you are my child and this is what I say. And if your little friends have an issue about what the clothes you wear or whatever, you tell them to come have a talk with me. You tell them to have their parent call me and I will gladly have a conversation with them. Because this is my house and that's their house. If that's how you want your kid to walk around looking, that is completely fine. I don't think it's appropriate. I don't think titties and ass and shit should be hanging out, especially in fucking middle school. But I keep my comments to myself. You know, sometimes, you know, I will say something when picking up Sean and he goes, Mom, stop. He was like, don't judge. Sean, I'm not judging. I'm shaking my head because I don't think it's appropriate. I'm not judging anybody. I want everybody to be comfortable in their own skin and love themselves. But you can love yourself respectfully. Even now at my age, you know, being a part of these different, you know, dating groups on Facebook and Instagram and all of that. And it's like, even on there, show your ass Tuesday. Why do I need to show my ass? If I want... A, a legitimate, real relationship. Me showing my ass all over social media is not going to get me the relationship that I want and desire. Right? I'm going to get some crazy ass dude or whatever to, for the, you know, for whatever, and then that's going to be done. I'm not going to do that. You want that person to know you as you, to get to know you as you. Not what you look, not just what you look like. You know, these girls are walking around looking like they're my age, even, you know, sounding like they're my age. 
Now you're getting attention from a grown ass man. So that's putting you in that dangerous territory, right? Why? Let's not condone that. Like I said, I know it's going to be some backlash and whatever. All, you know, kids, you need to, you know, um, it's my body, my choice. I should be. And I, I respect it completely. But like I said, as a parent, I am, my job is to guide you and give you the love and respect for yourself to know that you don't need to walk around with your your junk hanging out to get attention. All attention is not good attention. It is my job to, to let you know that the world doesn't owe you shit. Yeah, you want that job and you went for that job. But somebody else got it. It probably wasn't meant for you. Everything is not meant for you. And that is okay. Be upset about it. But don't be a dick about it. Don't, you know, blame everybody else for your issues and not reflecting upon yourself. And that's the problem. So that's what I'm saying. We have to really start not just going after the kids. We got to start going after these adults and these parents. Because I know, you know, I tell the all the time, like, I fight kids. I do, but I fight adults. I fight the parents of anything. Your kid is acting an ass. Okay, I'm going to correct them, but I'm going to come to you too. Hey, what's up? This is not cool. Like, your kid is out here cussing like they 30-something years old and they're 13. Is this how you let them... This is how you want them to, you know, to show and to be outside because it's a reflection of me. Now, like I say, I do have a potty mouth. I do. And I try my best not to have as much of a potty mouth when I'm around Deshaun. But I feel honestly, I know they're going to talk the way they talk when we're not around. I get that because that's pretty much how I started. I went around my parents. Oh, I probably was just hurts. But I have noticed like if Deshaun is playing his game or if he's doing whatever and a cuss word come out and I'm like, okay, you saying that word a lot for it to come out as easily as it just did. You need to watch yourself. Because what you're not going to do, you're not, you're not going to talk like that around me. You are not of an age to even be talking like this at all, but I get it. You're growing up, you're hearing stuff, you you know. You part of that crowd. I get it. Y'all are cussing. I'm not, I'm not one of them parents that's oblivious, right? But you will respect me and you're not going to do it in my house. You have to nip it. You got to nip it and correct it in the butt so they understand and learn the respect of the people around them and the respect for themselves. So it's us as parents. We have to be more involved with our kids and not be afraid of them not liking us. It's part of life. We didn't like our parents all the time. You know, I grew up when you know they told you to do something, you went in your room, closed the door, and you can't stand. You know, you said it to yourself. Now these kids say it to your face. It ain't nothing happening. I will throw chop the shit out of you. If you feel like you can disrespect me 
in any way. My kid knows. And if you know my kid, and if you've seen him, (laughs) you know he knows. (laughs) You know, we were at home for the summer. My mom loves this story. We were were at home for the summer. This was... um, we threw my, this is a summer where we all was home. I was home and my brother was home and he was home in, in time for his birthday, right? So we threw him like a little get a little get together with his friends, you know, from that I remember of anyway, had them come over to the house. His one friend brought his girlfriend and they're the two youngest kids uh, they brought with him. And so the youngest, not the baby, because it was a baby. And I want to say he was five, six, I think. I can't remember. I can't in this point in time. I can't remember how old the little boy was. But he was asking for some candy. And she let him have one piece. Right. (laughs) And he asked for another piece of candy. And she said, no. And his response to her was, well, I said yes. And I don't remember how fast my head turned. My body stayed in the one direction, but my head turned and my initial reaction was, you said what? And my son Quick. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. I got it. I got it. Trying to protect the little boy because he knew. Oh shit. I'm about to get in this little boy's ass. And even my mom, she she had to because <laughs> I don't allow disrespect from any kid. If I'm in the presence and you are disrespecting your parent. I am that one to nip that shit in the bud. You don't talk to your parent like that. You don't talk to your mom. You what? Are you serious? And we laugh and we joke about it. And she was like, I want to learn how to do that. And I was like, well, she's like, what you just, she's like, I want to learn how to do that. I can't, she's like, I can't do that. And this was the, the mom talking. Girl, yes, you can. You got it in you. Girl, one, we 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 black, we melanated, we got that in us. Number one, <laughs> you got it in you. You have to correct it in the moment. Don't let them keep getting away with the bull, because then they feel like, oh, it doesn't matter. I can do whatever. I can do whatever I want. I can say whatever I want, right? No, we got to correct it. We like I say, we have. To, you got to be okay and fine and great with your kids not liking you. Because, yeah, they won't like you in that moment, but you love me later. When you're an adult and I see how you are, you will realize the love that I have that I have for you and the reason why I, I was with you. Right. That whole being lenient and just letting them do whatever. And 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 I'm not saying, you know, what is it? The gentle parenting. I'm I do gentle parent because I am a believe, you know, letting them voice what their issues are, why they're upset, what the problem is. I want to know because I always tell mine, if I don't know, I can't fix it, right? But 
there is a respectful way for you to do it. You yelling and throwing and cussing and whatever, that ain't the way to do it. That's not, we ain't doing gentle parenting at that point. You want to buck up? Let's buck up. I'm going to throat chop the shit out of you. But I do, you know, I do like the let's have a conversation. Yeah, we can have a conversation. I will talk to you. I will explain to you why I'm saying no. If you come to me respectfully, you have to nip those behaviors and all that shit in the bud. You have to. And we can't be afraid to do it. And like I said before, we can't just rely on the teachers to handle everything. We send our kids to school because I'm not a teacher, right? I can help with the guidance of the teacher. Okay, this is what he needs to do. Okay, well, show me, right? So I can help him because I don't know. You know, I had this conversation with one of my best friends. I'm in the thing of, I will pay for it if I can. If I don't know how to do it or if I can't do it, I will pay a professional to do it. Right. I'm not a tutor. I'm a pay a tutor. I'm going to take you somewhere. I'm going to take you to a professional who can help you in that subject because I'm not. That's it's not my fourth. You know, math is like not my forte. I will pay a math tutor. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with getting that extra resource and that extra help. But you also have to sit down and talk to the teacher and see where that disconnect is. If you are not that involved parent, then ultimately it it's your it's your failure because you're not that involved parent, right? Because you believe in that it's the teacher's job to do all of it. No, that's a team. It's legit a teamwork. It's both the teacher and the parent. Y'all have to work together. You have to be involved. You have to ask questions. I check grades. I send emails. You know, I do the, I will send you an email and I will talk to you. But if you have to see my face, that means it's a problem. And you don't want to see my face. You don't want to see my face. But I am involved. You know who I am. You know, we're on a, you know, not necessarily a first name basis. Because I'm I'm from that old school. I, you know, even though your name is Kathy, you're Miss Kathy to me. Right. I'm not just going to call you Kathy. I'm going to put a miss in front of it. And I teach my kid that he came home and he was like, oh, I can't remember the teacher. But he said the teacher's first. And I was like, no. He was like, he said we can call him that. You put a mister in front of that. Be respectful. Understand that, you know. But you still need to be respectful. Put a mister in front of it. You're still calling him by, you know, let's say it was. Uh, Dan or something. I can't remember. But you say Mr. Dan because that shows respect. That shows just, you know, the respect on bothness of you respecting yourself and you respecting who this person is as an adult. Right? You put a Mr. I don't care what other kids are doing. I don't give a shit. I'm not their, I'm not their parent. I'm yours. These, this is, I'm going to teach you respect. I'm going to teach you all of this is, this is life. This is my job to teach you this. It's not the teacher's job to teach you everything, right? Certain shit, yes, it is their job to teach you. But as your parent, this is my job to teach you. This is my responsibility. Like I said, you may not like me right now, but you'll like me in 10 minutes. And that's completely okay. 
you love me and I love you. And we give hugs and kisses around here. <laughs> you know, but that's my rant <laughs> for, for the day. Um, that's a nice first episode of the year, right? Talk about parenting and kids and and the just just of it all. And I know it's more that we can definitely touch on, especially with kids, because, you know, we get to the point where we go, fuck them kids. And it's completely fine. You know, it's not rainbows all the time. This whole parent thing, like, what do they say? You get instructions when you buy a stereo. You get instructions when you're putting shit together, but they give you a whole baby and say, here you go. Good luck. And you sit there and go, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Right? <laughs> so... More, this is a, a continuing conversation, never ending circle of just, I guess, I'm gonna say circle of life. Just, <laughs> just, you know, it's, but this is episode one of season two. I'm happy to be here with you guys. Um, thank you for continuing with the journey. I think I'll probably say that on every episode because I'm very, very grateful. Um, Need more listeners because I'm trying to definitely build up. So, you know, I have to get better with the posting and everything. And I will. But like I say, school is back in session. So won't hear the hooping and the hollering or whatever <laughs> in the background because my kid is very animated. Um, I say we're too blessed to be stressed. You know, I'm continuously telling myself that every day. Right. I look at where I was and where I am and definitely improvements. Right. But you still have those little tasks that you like. Oh, I need to I need to figure that out. Right. Like that got to I got to get fixed ASAP. Um, but I'm going to say it. We're too blessed to be stressed. And in the words of Auntie Tam, you have a good day now. And if you can't have one. Don't go on nobody else's. All right, y'all. Have a good one.